Welcome to Bleacher Breaker Presents Let It Fly with Scott Croker and John Lowe. Every show, one of our hosts is drunk and the other is just an asshole. We'll let you decide. All right, this is Let It Fly, the podcast from Bleacher Breaker with Scott and John. We are just shooting the shit a little bit today. We are on the seat of our pants. It's going to be a shit show. Yeah, well, apparently we can't get anything right anyway, so it doesn't really matter what we say. Uh, we do have supposedly three segments for you. Uh, one's going to be a surprise one to John, because I like to catch him by surprise. Well, someone should be caught by surprise, unlike the Bills and the Niner game this morning. Yeah. One is going to be John just airing his grievances about the NFL. And then we're going to talk about how to fix some of the most perennially bad teams in sports over the last couple of years. So, I guess that's where we're going to start. So, John, I'm going to name you some sports teams. Okay. And you're going to tell me how to fix the sports teams. Sure. Probably can't do it, but I'll probably be still a better GM than most of the GMs. Let's be real. These teams will go across MLB, NFL, and NBA. No NHL, no MLS, no tennis, no NASCAR. I don't know if you can fix those. But, well, you probably could just by getting rid of them. All right. We'll start by getting the trash out of the way, though. John, go ahead and tell me how to fix the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, if we saw anything today, it's pretty much you start over. You, you blow up the, uh, the stadium in Santa Clara and you move it back to San Francisco. Because ever since they got to Santa Clara, they've been a dumpster fire. That is the Jed York-led 49ers. So um, if I'm being honest, you got to fire the GM. I would say give... Give Chip Kelly one to two more years. Get new quarterbacks. You got to draft a quarterback high this year. Yeah, I think you got to let Chip Kelly draft a quarterback. Yeah, uh, someone that he likes, he wants, um, someone that fits his mold. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think you got to let Bowman go. I don't think he's getting any younger. And we he just, just gave, signed the extension, though. He just signed the extension, but I mean, he's coming off a huge knee injury. What three years ago? Yeah, now he he's just the he just tore his Achilles. I mean. You got to cut bait where you got to cut bait, right? And, and I mean, I, I think you got to do, I hate to say it, but I, I think you have to do what the Raiders did. Just sign a bunch of scrubs for a year, year and a half. Just go through your lumps of being a shitty team, acquiring draft picks. And then maybe you might strike gold with one of these free agents. But I mean, our it looks like our defensive line is fine. Our fucking secondary is garbage. Um, oh, see, I believe the opposite. I don't like our D-line. I like about half of our secondary. Um, you, you see, the <laughs> thing is, I don't think it's the D-line's fault. I, I think that Ian Williams being out is a huge issue. I think Purcell being in the middle is garbage. It's linebackers. The linebacker, Ahmed Brooks needs to go. I think for the run, it's the linebackers. I think on the D-line, we're not getting any push in the trenches. Um, yeah, but I mean, you also got to think both Buckner and Armstead were both injured, so I'd like to see him healed up and then see, you know, what we can do with that. Uh, I think the secondary is garbage. I think Pathé is too old. I think Reed takes too many gambles. Brock gambles. The only person I really like is Jimmy Ward, which is weird because last year we were hating on Jimmy Ward. And then, <laughs> I, I, you know, I want to see where Dante Johnson is. Uh, I want to see where Rashad Robinson is. Yeah. Uh, Will Redman is a high pick that, you know, is on, the team, all ACL on team. team ACL. Um and our offense, you know, um, I hate to say it, but I'd probably trade Hyde with, for something because running backs are a dime a dozen. Um, you know, I, I think that with new quarterbacks, you just need to get more wide receivers. I think Vance McDonald sucks. I think all of our tight ends are fucking garbage. So really, we're not dealing from a high place of, you know, where we have some assets that we can get by. I think you just need to burn it down and start it all over again. Yeah. 
All right. That or just our Christian Ponder. I mean, either or. <laughs> either way, you're losing games. Yeah. Fix the Browns. Uh, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Just let Terrell Pryor be quarterback. I mean, why, why the fuck not at this point? Um, I don't know. I think they had a good defense a couple years ago. Um, Is that Patine's first year? Yeah, led by Jim O'Neill, by the way. Just FYI, Scott. I know how much you love Jim O'Neill. But Patine gets all the credit for the Pettin. defenses in Cleveland. Pettin, 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 if whatever. You will. Mike Pettin. He's not a head coach anymore. I don't yes. even know how to pronounce his name. Um, you know, so... I think, I don't know. I don't know how you fix the Browns. You need to change the culture. You need to um, to start acquiring draft picks. I mean, I think they get gun-shy about quarterbacks because of how many of them have sucked throughout the years that I don't know why they traded it out. They should have either taken Goff or Wentz. It looked like Hugh Jackson didn't like Wentz and wanted Goff, and when St. Louis traded up, there was no way of getting Goff, so I think he traded out. But then Cody Kessler's not the answer. Um, they gotta, they gotta figure out how to just throw money at people. Um, you know, I, I think that they generally don't do that. So, oh, look, Spencer Ware's going for a lot of yards. Oh, maybe a touchdown. Nope. Anyways. Um, so, you know, they, they gotta be smart in the way they trade. I think they gotta stop trading with the, the fucking New England Patriots. Um, that's number one. And then, I don't know. I mean, maybe just move to Baltimore. I, I mean, isn't that... Uh, sorry, trigger warning, Cleveland fans, that, you know, your team should just pack up and move because I don't know if it's going to get any better. I mean, how do you fix them, Scott? What do you do? Terrell Pryor is like the only good thing. I mean, Josh Gordon was good until he went back to rehab. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Joe, them this Joe year. Joe Thomas is super fucking old, but yeah. still really good. Their defense seems okay, but RG3 wasn't going to be the answer. They don't have a really talented wide receiver core. They shouldn't have let Travis Benjamin go. No, they really shouldn't. Terrell Pryor's been a bright spot. Crowell looks like he's finally brought a bright spot after yeah. two or three years. But Dude, Johnson looks pretty good, too. I mean, that running yeah. game looks good. I mean, their offensive line looks good. It's just quarterback play. I mean, Hugh Jackson's supposed to be really good. I mean... Fuck it, sign Kaepernick. I mean, he, yeah, whatever. You know, he's either gonna be a Brown. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a solution right now. I think the Browns. They just got to go for a quarterback. They have to. I mean, number I, one. I think they're pretty talent deficient, and they've let a lot of good talent go. All on right, the so off, on the offensive line, they've lost a lot of really good talent. So let me ask you this question, Scott. Talent. Going into next year, would you rather be in the Browns position or the 49ers position? Uh, which one has better management? Probably the Browns, honestly. I, I'm not going to lie. Probably the Browns. I'm moving to Cleveland. All right. All right. Go ahead. Let's, uh, I don't want to run the segment too long, so let's switch to another sport. Uh, let's go into the NBA. Can you fix the Sacramento Kings? Yeah. Um, move to Las Vegas or wherever the fuck. I mean, I guess <laughs> this is how I move. It's a culture thing, right? Um, I mean, they say that they love the Kings there, but the Kings have just, well, one, you got to get rid of Vlade Divac. I mean, great. He was one of the best players ever. He's bringing all, like, the 2001 um, Sacramento Kings to, like, be his cronies and shit. But, I mean, trade DeMarcus Cousins. Number one, trade him. He's given you so many problems, and you can be so much better. And he but, can't get along with a single coach. But what what is happening is that um, DeMarcus Cousins... You know, they say, like, we want DeMarcus, we want DeMarcus, but DeMarcus isn't getting along with anybody. Trade him, tank, get a tech pick, and then move on. Just cut bait with him, get what you can from him, and that's it, right? It, what you're doing right now is simply just staying in this middle zone where you're not getting any better, but you're, you know, you're not being the worst team ever. So, yeah, because the worst of the worst is the next one. Fix the 76ers. 
Same thing. They they went a weird way. They Sam Hinkie had what's called the process where he was just like, we're just going to be really fucking bad. But what he didn't do, what he did was, we're just going to get the best person available. But what had happened is that the best person available three years in a row were the fucking power forward centers that are no longer the way the NBA trend is going. I mean, if you look at it, the Warriors are number one, the Cleveland Cavaliers right up there with them. I mean, you got to think, these teams don't really play with a, you know, pounded in low block center. So first thing I do, I trade Nerlens Noel, power forward, on the last year of his contract, he's gone. Trade Jalil Okafor, he's gone. It was great, you know, great for a first year, you know. They went safe. I don't understand the idea of the 76ers. They're like, we want talent, we want talent. However, they weren't like, let's just go swing for the fucking fence, right? They passed up on, you know, Porzingis, who turned out to be really great. I mean, come on, you, you gotta go somewhere. Yeah. All right, uh, one more basketball team really quick, just because it, it's almost a more interesting question of not how do you fix them, but now that a certain player is gone and it's not about him and the thank you for what you've done for us contracts, are they fixing themselves or is it too late? What do you do with the Lakers? And I mean Kobe Bryant, because they went and got talent with Kobe Bryant, but everything they were doing was to say goodbye to Kobe Bryant and to keep fans coming in the stands while everything else was falling apart. And now Kobe's gone are they refocusing on being an actual basketball organization? Uh, I'm going to put this to something that you probably know. I'm going to put this to the um, about the the turn of the 2049ers. This is with Jeff Garcia and Terrell Owens when they were just good enough to get into the playoffs. However, once we got rid of both those people, the entire team basically fell apart. And I, I think that's somewhat what is going to happen with the Lakers. They're not going to be good. And, you know, I, I think Laker fans always are in this mindset, oh, we can get any free agent, you know, like Mitch Kupchak and everything like that. They're just so great, and we'll uh, we'll just get anybody. And I don't think that's true anymore. I think the markets are very equal nowadays, and people want to go where there's a good head coach, there's not a lot of front office turmoil, and there's a lot of stuff going on with, with the, the bus family. So honestly, I think they're on the right track. I think what they need to do is just have a couple of good veterans in there, but basically let let the youth play. Yeah. And if, if they let the youth play and develop, eventually, you know, they're not going to be winning the title in the next four to five years. I'm sorry. You got to think. It's probably until LeBron retires, he's always going to be up there. The Warriors are signing KD. They're going to be up there. Well, and how many years did it take the Warriors once they had Clay and Curry in um, place? You got to remember that team. Clay it was Mon- Curry, it was Monte Ellis's team. But yes. they were still getting the pieces, and they were so still terrible. Curry was drafted in 2010. So if you want to think about it, it 2010. I think it's 2010. Maybe maybe 2009. Anyways, uh, Clay was 2011, right? Bogut comes around in 2010 or 11 as well. Um, so maybe four years to get that team yeah. where it was. I mean, the biggest thing was signing Andre Iguodala. That was, you know, where people wanted to come to the Warriors, and that was a big thing. Not many people want to go to the, the Lakers right now, you know. I mean, Westbrook, who everyone was linking to L.A., just resigned with Oklahoma City. So I don't know. I, I don't know who they're going to get. They're not getting KD next year. They're not getting Steph Curry. Both those people are going to re-sign with the Warriors. I mean, why would you give up a chance? You know, so they have to get out of this. We can sign the top free agents to we need to sign people that are good veteran presences and good for, 
you know, building the future and teaching our team how to win. That's the biggest thing right now. And hopefully with, with Luke Walton and not Byron Scott, like I mentioned a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, that eventually they will reach that point because, face it, the league is just better when the Celtics, the Knicks, and the Lakers are good. Yeah. All right, so we'll move to baseball. And for the sake of time, we're only going to do one baseball team. So we're not going to talk about these baseball teams like the Padres or the A's or a lot of it's money. And you can talk about scouting and the farm system and trading away assets for, like, one-year glory runs like the A's tend to do or the Padres did a couple years ago. We're going to talk about a team with money that despite spending it, despite making what look like good trades, just keep falling flat on their asses, just fired their manager, fired him midseason, I don't remember. But the Chicago White Sox, who have let Robin Ventura go, and just every year seem to be in the talk of this team's going to the playoffs this year. They get the free agents, they have the money, and it's just a shitty, shitty disappointment in whatever side of Chicago they're in. Um, I, I think this is what they need to do. One, trade for Puig. Fuck it. Um, I honestly think the White Sox apparently are just trying to get all Cubans. I mean, fuck it. Go just sign the Cuban national team. I mean, honestly, you, you had... Who's that? Jose Abreu as their first baseman. I think they were linked to... He's a fucking beast. I, I think they were linked to Puig. I think Puig would be happy if he was with his, with his Cuban kind of... Uh, you know, his Cuban player. So yeah. why the fuck not? Uh, like, just, you know, I, I think that that would be a smart move. I think you want to trade Chris Sale to get, you know, he obviously doesn't want to be there because, well, he doesn't like wearing some throwback jerseys, so he decides to cut <laughs> it up. I mean, why not? He's a diva. It's I mean, fine. so I, I would, I, I would, I would trade Chris Sale. You could probably get a very big haul for him and then just see who's on the international Cuban market and just sign just you know get a bunch of those you know i'd be interested to see if they would sign uh or that they're going to try to trade for puig in the offseason because i know they're decently close to trading yeah. for him well there's going to be the question of, do the dodgers even still want to trade puig in the offseason he came back from the minors and looked like a different player but when he started this season he looked like a different player and then fell back into all his bad habits i mean probably you know um i i would say that the they just have way too many outfielders. Yeah. I mean, you know, they have, what, Tolls, they have Reddick, they have uh, Kendrick is playing out there. I doubt they'd re-sign Reddick, though. I don't think he's under team control. No, but, you know, he's a good guy off the bench. You, you cut know. bait on Ethier. You cut bait on Ethier. You have Jock Peterson. You have, you know, Trace Thompson. I would Thompson. almost consider trading Jock Peterson. He's going to be a career 240 hitter. He's got power. But with all that power, he only got 68 RBIs this season. I mean, you know, it, it's pretty much he's go hard to go home. He's yeah. Mark Reynolds, strikes out a lot, hits a lot of home runs, but doesn't hit for average. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that, I think you trade Puig. I mean, that, that's my honest opinion. Um, I think you can get some for him. I think yeah. people definitely missed their chance to uh, to trade low for him, and now he's going to be cost a little more. But, yeah. hey, fuck it, why not? So if you're the White Sox, trade for Puig. Dodgers don't want him. They have too many outfielders. And go to Cuba. All right. Well, um, so now, yes. Let's uh, let, let's like move to on to, to, to let me vent about how fucking stupid the NFL is. Now, I, I, I love the NFL. I, I think it's, you know, it's good. However, I think the product is declining because a lot of the con concussion talk. You know, when we were kids, Scott, we were probably like, oh, my God, look at that big hit. That, you know, so-and-so took, and now it's like, oh, my God, I, I wonder if that guy has a concussion or not. Yeah, so, you watch all, like, the the 
whatever's on YouTube, the videos that people put together on YouTube to like some shitty butt rocky song. Oh or some no, awful it's, uh, it's, song. it's definitely drowning pools. It's definitely <laughs> the song bodies and let the bodies at the floor. I mean that that's like everything. So, um, the, yeah. So uh, honestly, so my biggest gripe is, um, you know, there's always the acronym calling the NFL the no fun league, which is starting to become pretty true. Um, th- this is going to, uh, one Antonio Free Brown's butt man, a- Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Brown's pissing off the league in a couple of ways. First way he's doing it is while well, he's uh, he's he's uh, three pumping, and as as we know from the uh, uh, McCrinkleberry, the Key and Peel skit, you can only two pump, and, and sometimes two pumps still get you a flag. So you know you're seeing a lot of penalties being thrown, and I just like this is fucking stupid. Like Carlos Hyde the other day got a flag for flexing in front of someone else. Who the fuck cares? I mean, it's not like he put his dick in the guy and flexed. I mean, it was simply he got up, flexed, and the guy was in front of him. So it looked like he was taunting him. I, I, I think the officials are, are getting very flag happy, probably at the, the, you know, the discretion of the league. But I mean, what's stupid is that I can hit somebody in the head and give them a concussion, and it costs the same amount of money as if I was to torque my ass three times. Yeah. Antonio Brown's favorite move. So, if you... Let's see, I got some numbers here. A hit on a defenseless player is a $25,000 first defense fine. And However, Scott... To if, twerk is... I guess it would be taunting or unsportsmanlike conduct. Depending on what they're calling it. At the point Antonio Brown is at, because it's past a first defense, it's $25,000. Yes. So, why is the league, like, very up in arms about... You know, just give him the 15 yards, find him $10,000 every week, whatever, right? Get on with it. Also, his cleats. His cleats are awesome. If you haven't looked up Antonio Brown's cleats, look at them. He has some person who's customizing them all, and they are very good. I mean, he had his four kids on it. He had Muhammad Ali on it. He had, uh, this week, I think it was Jose Fernandez and Kimbo Slice because yeah. he was playing against well, the Dolphins. Well, Muhammad Ali ones he couldn't wear. The league, I think, said he could well, wear he wore, them. Well, he wore them. He ended up wearing the Arnold Palmer ones. I, I think he wore them, and then they said, take them off or we're throwing you out. And then the next week, they, they basically said, you can't wear these in the game or we're going to throw you out. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, who the fuck cares? They're just cleats. I mean, if you want them to fucking look all similar, then tell them they are required to do this and they cannot have whatever ones they want and they, they're getting the ones mandated from the league. Or else, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Well, it's also like a big stupid thing when Mike Nolan was the 49ers head coach, he made a big deal about not being able to wear a suit on the sideline. And the NFL's excuse was essentially you can't wear a suit because Reebok at the time was a clothing supplier, doesn't tailor suits. So then they and then cut. they ended up tailoring a suit, which yeah. looked terrible, by the way. So was his career. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think it's I, I think it's stupid. People, you know, can't show messages, but they try to as much as they can. You know, I think baseball is pretty good. Is that we give you a little corner, and you know, you can, you know, for Jose Fernandez, a lot of people put JF sixteen on their hats yeah. or on their jerseys. I don't see what's wrong with that. Well, and baseball's even lightening up on the cleats. Back, uh, I forget what All Star game it was. Brian Wilson wore those bright orange cleats. Or no, it was against... Was it no, no, some, he was, was... against the Marlins? He was in... And he wore them during the All-Star game yeah. and then wore them to close out. They yeah. got really mad. Now yeah, and they people, just... people complained 
and he got fined and told he can't wear them, and now MLB doesn't care about yeah. that stuff. I, I, you know, NBA, you you can wear whatever you want, yeah. really. I mean, it, it's pretty much like, you know, get close to what you're, you know, what it looks like, but you know, just yeah. let the people be creative, like. Yeah, and I mean, it's also awful that like, if you're in a press conference and you're gonna wear a hat, you wear your team's hat, but if another team in your city is in a playoff run, you can't show like community support by wearing that team's hat or you well, get no. by the NFL. Yeah, because that you know, because you're not buying the product, Scott. You're buying someone else's product. And the other thing that was stupid, and you and I were having a conversation about this the other day, was the uh, bow and arrow celebration that is no right. long that is no longer allowed. And um, Josh you, Norman got a flag and yeah. a penalty for doing the bow and arrow. And then Brandon Cook says he's been doing the bow and arrow for the last two, three years, however long he's been in the league. And he says, you know, it, it's a tribute to his faith and about God and his favorite passage. And Travis Kelsey has also done the bow and arrow. The only person to be fined and flagged, Josh Norman. Well, and Travis Kelsey also has his little bow and arrow celebration on, I think it's the Sunday Night Football intro. So, I mean, really, where are the fucking priorities for the <laughs> NFL? I mean, you know, you talk about be wanting concussions to be identified, but you're throwing out big hits online. You you want, you know, people to watch. However, you're making it as unfun as possible to watch. So what sport does it the best? Obviously, baseball has been pretty relaxed about it. Uh, I forget how serious NBA... Well, NBA, they had to sort of just do their sponsorships. If, like, Curry... He's obviously stuck wearing Under Armour shoes, but not because of the NBA, because Under Armour sponsors him. Yeah, but, I mean, that that's the same thing in most sports, is that if you're sponsored, you're wearing their cleats, but you get a little more open to what you, you get to wear. So which league, I guess, is the most fun league? Uh, I would have to say the NBA, because I think the NBA has a lot of different uniforms that, you know, people get to customize their cleats with, or not their shoes with. So, you know, they'll have, like, Black History Month, and a lot of people get to be creative with Black History Month. Uh basketball shoes you know they'll have um i i think there's a uh what else is there that they do they do a christmas one so i i think they're all pretty good about that um really if the nfl wants to be like someone just be like hockey just be like these are the fucking shoes <laughs> that you're wearing and that's it yeah. i mean really i you know viewership is going to go down because well i mean there's a lot of not so great Stu you know, like, there's just not a lot of competition in the NFL right now. It's just really shitty teams or, you know, versus blowouts, and it's just kind of fucking terrible. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the final topic. I call this Build Me a Sandwich. All right. John. Oh, shit. Okay. You own a sandwich shop. Yes. These people are going to walk in, and you're going to customize them a sandwich. Okay. Or they're going to order a sandwich. Tell me what they're ordering or what you're making them. All right. Your first customer yes. is one sexy Rexy Ryan. Oh. Build him a sandwich. Um, I don't build him a sandwich. I give him the store. <laughs> he, he is off the lap band. <laughs> I mean, so it, it's probably, if I'm thinking about it, it's probably pastrami with some roast beef with, um, with some salami on top. Um, I feel like, you know, he's kind of a trashy dude, so he probably likes some bologna, um, you know, no fucking vegetables on this. No no lettuce, no tomatoes. <laughs> onion rings and barbecue sauce. Probably onion rings, barbecue sauce, maybe a hamburger patty, maybe some bacon. Um, you know, he probably likes it spicy, so put a little jalapeno. Probably a shitload of mayonnaise, because 
Rex didn't get that big eating eating light. <laughs> it, it, it's probably not whole wheat bread. We're probably on classic white, you know, just really trashy wonder bread. All right. So Rex leaves. He gives you your five-star Yelp review. Oh, perfect. And his rival head coach, Bill Belichick, sees this and is like, I'm going to do my own Yelp review. Belichick walks in uh-huh. to John's sandwich shop. What's he getting? Um, probably just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, he seems like a very classic guy that doesn't mess around. Um, just peanut butter, jelly, no frills, nothing interesting. Just give me my sandwich so I can get back to work. All right. One more coach, and I'm going to get into some actual players. But maybe my favoritest looking coach in the NFL currently, Ben McAdoo. That's not Jim Bob Cooter? I feel like I don't know what Jim Bob Cooter looks like. He might have the best name in the NFL. Ben McAdoo oh. of the I don't even know what he's trying to look like with that mustache and haircut and general oh. like look on his face. He walks into your sandwich shop. Ben McAdoo. I mean, I'm, I'm you know what I, I'm gonna go with this. He's gonna eat a he's gonna eat a Philadelphia cheesesteak. He right. ate a Philly cheesesteak. The reason why is because he's not a good coach and he doesn't <laughs> know why he shouldn't be eating a Philly cheesesteak. You know, so he just enjoys a Philly cheesesteak, and he's just like, what? Is this not okay? Well, why don't I enjoy, why can't I enjoy this? Because it looks like he just never knows what's going on. <laughs> but that, you know. All right, let's get into some right. players, Scott. Let's build a few more sandwiches. Clayton Kershaw, currently in the playoffs. Maybe the Dodgers' new closer? Uh, he is starting the game tonight, so we can't really talk about that. But Clayton Kershaw, who, unlike these other guys, aren't, like, fat and kind of gross... And if those coaches want to take offense, if they ever hear this, which they won't, that's fine. Clayton Kershaw's in pretty good shape. He's a decent-looking dude. He walks into John's sandwich shop. Um, he's probably getting, like, a pulled pork sandwich because he's from Texas. Um, you know, he probably gets a little side of chicken wings because, um, uh, you know, that, that's just who he is. He's a good guy. Uh, but he's probably never going to make it out of the uh, NL- NLCS. That, that's, that's, that's my hot take, <laughs> Scott. Um, you know, I, I think he's great in the regular season, but, you know, I, I, he, he's going to go home and enjoy a good pulled pork brisket sandwich. That does chicken sound good. You know? All right. And then, since we've been covering rivals a little bit, Hunter Pence of the craziest hair in baseball and the nonstop moving body. Also a very noted health nut and loves his kale salads uh, or his kale juices, whatever. Pence walks in. Probably getting like a tofu, seitan, some hippity-dippity, have some alfalfa sprouts, have, uh, you know, just really healthy sandwich, really vegan. I mean, honestly, if Hunter Pence comes in, I say, Hunter, I'm a big fan, but get the fuck out. <laughs> just get the fuck out. You know, you can have some coffee, but otherwise, get the fuck out. All right, I'm going to do a few more athletes, but first, just on a side note, say Hunter Pence is Antonio Brown, and just, he moves so much, he just twerks naturally. Are you fighting him for that? How many fines is Hunter Pence getting on his touchdown celebrations? Well, I don't, I don't know if Hunter Pence can technically twerk, Scott. <laughs> uh, Hunter Pence has, like, a degen- he has a genetic issue in his back, and that's why his swing is so weird. And then, I, he's also white, so I don't think he twerks. All right. But that's me. Fair enough. Next up, our favorite dick puller, Ooh. Draymond Green, oh. walks into your sandwich shop, and you can't give him a pulled pork. Oh, I like it. Because you already gave Clayton a pulled pork. You're out of pulled pork for the day. Well, he's going to get a big old sausage. <laughs> That's what he gets. He gets a big old sausage sandwich. Maybe cut it down the middle. I don't know. Whatever Draymond wants. 
<laughs> you know? But I'm, I'm going to put it between two buns, and he's going to get a big old sausage. Well, it's probably going to be bigger than his. Let's be real. Come We've on, all for, seen the pictures, come on. whether we wanted to Definitely or not. Definitely a shower, not a grower. <laughs> Sorry, Draymond. All the mad love to you, but shower, not grower. So, <sighs> Scott, I'm going to make you a sandwich right now before you get into your last athletes, if you have any. But, um... Let's see, what kind of sandwich would Scott want? John knows my diet, too, uh, so this could be interesting. So uh, John was there the other day when I had pretzel pizza bites dipping in salt, liquid salt. Um, what he means, he means uh, nacho cheese, <laughs> fake cheese. So uh, we're, we're going to start off with some bread. I think we're off to a good start. A little mayo. A little what light, kind of bread, though? A little white or sourdough, being from San Francisco. Uh, we'll, we'll put a little mayonnaise on it. You know, get get a little light, a little light layer of mayo, of, of uh, mustard. Put a little salt and pepper j- just to get the bread right where it needs to be. Yeah, you got season that shit. Um, we're we're gonna start our, start off a layer with some brisket, just you know, real nice cut, real juicy brisket. Um, we're then gonna throw on some pastrami. You can see where this is going. Yeah. Uh, a little corned beef hash to to mix it up a little bit. Um, hmm. What other meats? A little turkey, just a little light seasoning, a little saltiness. Yeah, instead uh, of lettuce. Yeah, just yeah, a layer yeah, yeah. Of turkey. Um, and then we're we're, we're gonna put uh, some some jalapenos because Scott does like the spicy. Do. Um, hmm. We're, we're gonna forego some cheese, Scott. And I know you're gonna be a little upset, but you know what we're gonna put instead here? A little mac and cheese. Nice. And, and, and you know, and, and the real runny mac and cheese is just really give it to you. Um, and then... Yeah, what? it needs to be, like, dripping down my face. Yeah. Like, staining my shirt so that I can't even, like, clean it. And then, and then after the mac and cheese, you know what? We're gonna just throw a curveball, and you're gonna be like, this taste makes it out of bounds. We're gonna say... You're taking me to Flavortown? I'm taking you to Flavortown with this. And it's your favorite, Scott. It's... We're gonna put chicken dipped in buffalo sauce... To just give it that spice to take you to Flavortown. No lettuce, no other, you know, n- nothing else. The only green in there, jalapenos. Nice. Fuck nutrition. Yes. Fuck my asshole. Scott, you'd be dead in a week. <laughs> but fuck it, you would enjoy that sandwich. And you know what? Maybe we might make the sandwich one day, and we'll post it on Bleacher Breaker. <laughs> oh, God. Just to see what Scott does with it. How would it even fit in my mouth? I don't know. I don't know, but that's what she said. And on that note, this is the Let It Fly podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.